listening to the Content Marketing Matters podcast with me, Writer Gal. I want to show you how you can reach more people in more ways with less effort. Do you remember a time when you posted an embarrassing spelling mistake somewhere and then you just, you kicked yourself in the pants afterwards thinking, how could I have been so stupid to publish that? How did I miss that? When I was in high school, I once wrote a cover letter for a job, like we all do. And part of that job included speaking in front of groups. Well, I won some public speaking awards when I was in school, so I put down that I was good at public speaking. But because I didn't proofread my cover letter good enough, I didn't write public speaking. I left off the L in public. Now that is a different kind of talent that I wasn't trying to get across in my cover letter. Needless to say, the spelling error probably cost that job. Not such a great feeling, huh? I felt really bad, really embarrassed that I let that stupid, embarrassing mistake go out there in the world. And I'm a bit of a perfectionist, like I think a lot of us are. Well, I learned from this mistake, and in today's podcast, I want to share with you the checklist, the steps that I use with my clients to help you avoid that embarrassing feeling as much as I can. I'm going to show you the nine steps to self-editing your own work when you can't always hire somebody or have someone else look at it for you. So here we go. The first thing you should do after you write any piece of content, now this applies to blogs, websites, emails, whatever you need. The first step is to run the spell check. Click on that little ABC button in the top of your window and just run a spell check. This will catch 90% of any errors that may be there. And it's always a good first step and it doesn't cost you anything. Number two, I want everyone to start making a list. Start making a list of the words that you commonly misspell, mistype, or the words that autocorrect likes to correct for you. Make a list of all of these words and check your content for these words to make sure that you're using them in the right context or the right spelling. For example, if you get mixed up with there, there, and there, or your, your, and your, Write those down and check for each instance of those and just make sure that you're using them in the right way. Number three is to have an editorial style guide and cross-check your content against that. Now, an editorial style guide is essentially that a list of every product name, every, every way that you spell things in your business. Email can be written multiple ways. Are you using... U.S. spelling or Canadian spelling. Make sure that all of these kinds of textual things are written in an editorial style guide so that you can be consistent between how you're using this content in all of your different pieces of material that you're writing. This is also great if you bring people on board to your company that needs to be that need to write content or hire an editor or a writer. I can tell you from personal experience that clients who give me even a basic editorial style guide, I love them. 
it makes my work just a tiny bit easier and I'm able to produce better content for my clients because I know exactly what they're looking for. Also make sure that you are always checking your content for boilerplate content to make sure that it's consistent. Now boilerplate content is the same thing as saying your about us statements, your product descriptions. All of this stuff should be included in your style guide and make sure that whenever you talk about your products, your services, your company, that you're using the same language consistently so you can really hit it home and people really understand who you are and you're being consistent. The next step when you're, re when you're editing your content is you want to make sure that the content is actually going to resonate with your target client. So a fun way I like to do this. So you probably have written down somewhere your target customer persona. Everything about this target customer, their likes, their dislikes, their holiday vacations, male, female, age range. Take your persona and then go on to a stock photo website and find a picture of someone that you think could fit your target persona. Print out that picture, write down all their information underneath them, and then read aloud your content as you're looking at this person. And then imagine in your head how they would be reacting to what you've written. And hopefully if you've written everything correctly, you're gonna be seeing smiles or credit cards from your target customer that you've printed on your wall. The next step, once you think you're almost done or you've just had enough, is to sleep on it. Get some distance from your content, whether that's, you know, going for a walk around the block, whether that's, you know, grabbing a coffee and then coming back, literally sleeping and then coming back the next day. Because when we're reading over our own content, our brains like to skip over things that we know should be there, but maybe our fingers didn't type fast enough. So when you're editing your content, give it some space. Shake your brain out of all that information and look at it with a fresh set of eyes. The next thing to do is just publish it, especially if it's something that you're publishing online. Don't worry if there are spelling mistakes because when it's online, it's so much easier to edit it than if it was in print. And Murphy's Law, I don't know about you, but likes to kick me in the butt a lot. Publish it online and you know the second you press that publish button, you're going to find that error. But that's okay because you can go in and change it. So that's another way to sort of force those errors to come to the surface. After you've published it, go take another nap. Go for another walk. Grab another cup of coffee. Get some distance from your content so you can find more mistakes. You may even find that once it's been out in the world for a while, you'll have some colleagues or clients coming to you and saying, oh, I found this mistake over here. Here it is. They may not all do it in the most polite way. It still make, may make you feel bad, but at least, you know, the mistake's been found and you can get it fixed. I also suggest that anything that's written online, that you review it in a month, couple months after you've written it as well. I know on my website, I have it in my calendar to check the content every month, every couple months, just in case anything sneaks by me, sneaks by anybody else. And you're always refreshing your content because having refreshed content is always amazing. 
So to summarize what we have in our self-editing checklist, number one is to run a spell check. Number two, make a list of your commonly misspelled, mistyped words. Number three, use your editorial style guide. Number four, cross-check for your boilerplate content, your about us, your product statements. Number five, read your content to your target customer persona that you've printed out. Number six is to sleep on it. Seven, just publish it. Eight, sleep on it again or grab a cup of coffee. And number nine, review it again at a later date. So that's it for my self-editing checklist. I hope it helps you put forth better content that is less riddled with errors and less embarrassing. For more writing tips you can apply to your business right now, please check out my website at writergal.ca. And if you liked my podcast today, I would love your five-star review below. And please write a comment about what your key takeaway is from today. Until next time, have a great day, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Content Marketing Matters podcast. For more content marketing fun, check out www.writergal.ca.